0: Adventure podcast where we talk everything about traveling with kids, with pets, or just yourselves as a couple, trying to st- keep on to a budget, but having fun and adventure along the way. And today we are going to go over 10 places to eat in Southern California. But first, a few items of news that's come up in the last week. This past weekend has not been a good one for the airlines, especially airlines like Alaska and Southwest, who had to cancel a lot of flights. Pretty much the airlines are blaming current you know, employment shortages for reason for the cancellations. Alaska had to cancel nine percent of their flights. Part of that with Alaska is also the fact that they're currently having a pilot action against the airline. And I did mention that as of last week, several countries did loosen restrictions as far as traveling there. So there's more places open to travel to across the world. We'll also see what the United States does. Of course, the existing mask mandate is supposed to go off in a couple weeks. We'll see what our leaders do here in the United States. Also, in news as far as the airlines go, it was announced today that JetBlue is making a bid for Spirit Airlines. You may recall that Frontier Airlines and Spirit announced that they were going to merge, but now it looks like JetBlue is trying to, you know, throw a monkey wrench into the um, that little merger party. Now JetBlue taking over Spirit or merging with Spirit would be an interesting situation. I mentioned that Frontier and Spirit are different in one way in that Frontier has a major hub in uh, in Denver, while Spirit basically has no hubs and tries to avoid connecting flights at all, although they do show some on their website. Meanwhile, JetBlue is a totally different type of carrier. Spirit Airlines is an ultra-low-cost carrier, which means you know they charge you for everything. Of course, Ninjet Blue also charges you for check baggage and seat assignments. So they're kind of a ultra low cost carry there, except they're not really ultra low cost if you you know check rates. Depends on actually where you're traveling. I've seen some rates where they're really cheap and other rates where they're way out of line. Just depends on the situation and where you're traveling to. Now, since I've been in the Mountain West and the West Coast, most of my adult life, JetBlue hasn't been a good option for us because they only had a few flights and most of them heading to the East Coast. However, I'm in the Midwest now and I'm still about four hours from the nearest airport with a JetBlue service. However, I will be taking them in November to give you kind of an honest review of where JetBlue is today. But another difference with JetBlue between Spirit is they also... JetBlue also has their premium mink cabins on their some of their routes. So we'll just have to see where all this happens. So they, we are talking about restaurants. Now when I looked over some of these restaurants, what I try to do is find mostly ones that are not really expensive. Now we're talking Los Angeles County, so they're going to be more expensive than in many places around the country. However, that doesn't mean you can't still get a good meal at a good price. Only one of these restaurants I really consider more expensive than the rest of them. And I will talk about that when we get closer to that particular one. Now, the first up is there's going to be like three of them in the Pasadena area. Their first one is fast food. First two actually are fast food. The first one is called Bobby's Place. Originally, this used to be called Rick's Taco. Was co It used to be at the corner of El Molino and Walnut Streets in Pasadena. However, they had to move after their property was sold and is now a condo project. However, they moved only a few blocks away. They're now at 140 North Lake Street, which is right in front of a Ralph's grocery store. There is parking in the back, although. It can be difficult to maneuver depending on, you know, how many cars are in the parking lot. The fu- food here is fantastic for a fast food restaurant. I, I'm i kind of a little biased because I've been coming here since I basically was in a stroller. My mother used to get food here and would drop, would walk me from our house to this place, my stroller, so I grew up on their food. They have they make some great burritos. In fact, the best combo beef, beef and bean burrito there is. They're fantastic. Now they put on the hot sauce for you, so you say whether you want it just regular with hot or extra hot. And be careful with that, because when it gets really extra hot, it gets extra hot. They also have french fries, they have good hamburgers. Just an all-around great me- menu. Unfortunately, when we were there, their their shake machine was broken, so couldn't stay there. The prices are very reasonable. For the two of us, it was under $15. So, great place to eat. Now, one interesting thing about this is when they did have to move, finally, they actually took all the equipment from the old location and moved it to the new location instead of buying just new equipment. The reason for this is they did not want the flavors to change. So the fryers, the grills, everything were brought over from the old location. So the taste of the food did not change, which it has not. It is still excellent food, has been, as long as I've been alive. And I just... I have to go there every time I go to Pasadena. We were just there a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, the first place we went, we went out to eat was Bobby's Place. So, a great place to go get some food. Now, next up is one of their competitors. They're in Pasadena. And it is called Lucky Burger. There is actually two locations. One is at 531 East Walnut Street. And the other is at six forty South Arroyo Parkway, which is also the road that turns into the Pasadena Freeway. And on a side note, if you've never driven the Pasadena Freeway, it is something you have to do when you come to Southern California. It's an adventure you will never forget. And if you get try to get on at one of the off on ramps at anywhere between LA and Downtown L.A. and Pasadena, it will give you an experience you definitely will not forget. Because at most of them, you have to come to a full stop and then you immediately are in the drive lane. So, I mean, you're at a full stop and then you're, you start moving and you're immediately in the main lane of traffic. So you have to accelerate really fast. Now, Lucky Burger has been around for a long time. The original location was the one on the Royal Parkway. The one on Walnut Street used to be a, I forget what it was called, but it changed probably 20 years ago or more. Can't remember exactly what, when. And in fact, Lucky Burger has since bulldozed the existing loca- building there and built an entirely new building. Now, if you want to make sure that you are hungry when you go to Lucky Burger, because everything is bigger, you almost think you're in Texas. If everything is bigger, I mean, I ordered a burrito and french fries, and the burrito is huge. In fact, I did not eat the previous meal just because I knew how big the food would be. So I didn't overeat. Their food is fantastic, really good. A little different from Bobby's Place and just they have some different items. But it is definitely worth a visit if you're in Pasadena. Next up is actually a sit-down restaurant. It has also been around for a very long time. It used to be called the Salt Shaker. And these days it's just called Shaker's Restaurant. It is located at 601 Fair Oaks Avenue in South Pasadena. Now, South Pasadena is a separate city from Pasadena. It's located, of course, just south of Pasadena. Pasadena, South Pasadena has a very different atmosphere than Pasadena. Now Shaker's is kind of your typical traditional coffee shop. Not well we you know not the coffee stands like we think of coffee shops today, but you know the traditional coffee shop like You know, Denny's or one of them or the original Bob's Big Boy. Just, you know, good staple foods. The prices are pretty reasonable. They're kind of, they're not really, how do I say it? Looking at the prices, they're a little higher than, you know, you're probably used to. But actually, they're probably very competitive for the LA market. You know, they have, you know, basic staples like steaks and hamburgers and they have fantastic breakfast. The most memorable meal I remember having here was that during my, right before I graduated from high school. In fact, it was my last class before graduating. Our teacher actually took us out for all for br- the entire class for breakfast. We had a great time. The teacher was wonderful. She would go on. Actually, she got laid off right after that. However, then she ended up teaching one of the other elementary schools and then went on and eventually became the principal of the high school and then just recently retired a couple years ago. So, definitely give that one a try. Next, we're heading into downtown Los Angeles or close to it, being in station area. There's actually two restaurants we're going to mention here. The first one is Filippi's. This is at 1001 North Alameda in Los Angeles, about 3 blocks from Union Station in Los Angeles. Now, Filippi's would tell you that they are the originator of the French dip sandwich. However, there's another restaurant in Los Angeles that actually also tries to claim that. So, which one is true, who knows? However, this place has been around for many years, and it is excellent. The food is good. They have a really good atmosphere. Definitely a place you need to eat. More, It's very casual. And on their menu, of course, they have a huge selection of French dip sandwiches, including lamb, beef, patrami, pork, turkey, ham. They also have a full breakfast menu which pretty much includes the standards, including omelets and eggs, egg sandwiches, of course, pancakes, you name it. They have it. They also have a great line of soup desserts. They have salads. So definitely, definitely give them a try when you're in the area. Next up is the original Bob's Big Boy. Now, if you live in Michigan, you know what Bob's Big Boy is because they still exist there. Bob's Big Boy used to be a big franchised restaurant, much like talked about Shaker's being a coffee shop type restaurant. It's the same thing. In fact, if you live in the southeast, Shoney's restaurants down in the southeast used to be a Big Boy's franchise. And other places in the country. You know, basic. if you've been to a Denny's, you've been to a Perkins, you know, any place like that, you kind of know what the Bob's Big Boy is going to be like. Bob's Big Boy, however, was best known for their burgers. That's where they got the name, Bob's Big Boy. And they have an animated character in front of their restaurant. All their restaurants used to have it. They used to be very big, but kind of started dying off in the 80s. The original Bob's Big Boy is located at four two one one West Riverside Drive in Burbank. Now an interesting tidbit, another famous restaurant chain called IHOP actually got their start right on the across the street on the next block right from Bob's Big Boy. So they basically faced each other when they first opened. Of course IHOP's still pretty big, although like so many of these operations they have been hurting in the last few years, but Bob's big boy has once again has a complete menu. One of the things that you, when you go into that restaurant, the memorabilia along the in the restaurant is just incredible. They have pictures, of course of famous actors and actresses that have visited the place they have all kinds of memorabilia from. Los Angeles and the area, the place is busy, very busy. If you go there during peak times, probably expect to be able, have to wait for a table. However, we went there, we got there about 9.30, I believe, 10 o'clock. Again, we only had to wait about 15 minutes to get a table, and we were a group of four. And they also serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Really basic breakfast items you expect. You know, pancakes, eggs, and Belgian washable specialties. Great omelets. They have a big side menu when we ate there. I had the steak and eggs. My daughter, one daughter, had her basic, which was a hamburger and french fries. And my wife had her... Waffles, but they also, you know, of course, have also a dinner menu and lunch menu. and Pretty much, they have a little bit of everything. They have a veggie quesadilla on their menu, chili cheese fries. They, of course, the big boy combo, the super big boy combo, which is basically the double burger, lots of varieties of burgers, sandwiches. Fried chicken, which they were also known for. They have steaks, shrimp, you know, basically everything you want. Now, my older daughter, she had an interesting breakfast. She got a milkshake. That was her exact breakfast. Not exactly what I would have ordered, but, hey, more power to her. And, hey, well, there is a slim to none chance it will happen because it is actually located close to... Warner Brothers Studio, Universal Studios, there is a chance in a million might see a celebrity, but don't count on it. Next up, we actually, we just go up street, and it's called the Front Yard at 4222 Fineland Avenue in North Hollywood. Now, this is probably the most expensive of the places. In fact, it is the most expensive it is interesting. It doesn't. It's called the front yard. They do have like patio sets out in the back where you can actually sit on the patio sets and have your, you know, your meals. They do have an interesting eclectic menu. Like they have a breakfast burrito. They have avocado toast. They offer a Nutella French toast, so. Kind of, you know, a little different type of menu than some other places. May not be quite what your kids would want, so it's something to keep in mind. However, the atmosphere is fantastic here, and the food is really good. You know, they also have, for lunches and dinner, they have flatbreads. They have salads. They also have sandwiches like chicken sandwiches, and um, they also have vegetarian options. They do offer vegan items. They also have a full dinner menu, and this is can get really pricey. You know, when most of the starters start at $8, $8 and go up to $22, that was probably going to be a little expensive. But they have a half chicken for $27, a flat iron steak for $32, so, yeah, that's where it kind of can get kind of pricey, so you really need to watch it. I wouldn't recommend this if you got, you know, a big family, to, unless you, something you really want. So, next up on the list is going to be something really different, and that is In-N-Out Burger. Now, everybody will tell you, if you go to L.A., you got to go to In-N-Out Burger. I'm not going to tell you that in and out Burger is okay. I mean, I grew up with it. I just don't think it's that great. I will have to admit that when we lived in the Mountain West and we had annual family reunions in Las Vegas, I one of the trips we did make was on Tropicana Avenue. They did have an in and out there and we always had to stop there. But beyond that, their food is good. I just don't go out of my way for it. And besides the lines... are. At their restaurants are just so long all the time for cars. And I can understand it in places where they're just opening restaurants. But even in their established restaurants, they still have long lines. And I don't understand it. But this one, this one's at 9149 South Sepulveda Boulevard. It's basically right next to LAX airport. And the reason for this, if you got anybody who likes looking at planes, this place is you have to stop at because there's actually a park that they call the airplane spotters park right across the street. You basically get your food, go out and watch airplanes come in. Man, some people that want to excite, but I mean, you can see some fascinating planes while we were there. I saw a, Quanta, a plane from Qantas, you know, in Australia. I saw a Chinese Easter's flight. I also saw one from the Middle East. And a couple European flights. So planes from all across the world. And kind of thinking every time I saw one of those planes come in, going, I want to be on that plane. I want to go somewhere. So we'll get you to want to get on a plane sometimes. So, so yeah, this particular in and out is definitely worth a stop. just Just to see the planes. And if you're flying out of LAX anyway... You know, it's a great place to stop and get some food. Cause we know you're not going to get any food on the plane. Or at least very unless you're traveling first class, which this isn't about. We normally don't travel first class. Next up on the list is the original pantry cafe. Now the original pantry cafe is located at 877 South Figaro Avenue at West 9th Street. And this has been around for Another one of those restaurants that's been around for many, many years. Number one you need to know about this restaurant is bring cash because they don't take American Express. They don't take Visa or MasterCard either. They only take cash, kind of like the original Pancake House. And like the original Pancake House, they do offer for breakfast, they do offer pancakes and, you know, have a complete breakfast menu. Breakfast is probably their most Popular meals, however, they are open for you know all. They are also open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And much like the original Bob's Big Boy, expect to wait in line for a while. This restaurant is extremely busy. Now, some of their classic items that they, they serve for lunch and dinner is like roast beef, short ribs. Sirloin, barbecue pork ribs, teriyaki chicken, fried chicken. You know, they have multiple types of hamburgers. They have sandwiches. You know, basically all the basics. Now, the restaurant is now owned by a former mayor of Los Angeles, Richard Rorden. I believe is the way his name is spelled. Anyway, some of the people that have dined at this restaurant include Marilyn Monroe and Dr. Martin Luther King. It is, and originally opened in 1924. So it's definitely a place, you know, you can say you've been there. Their hours are 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., Wednesday through Friday, and 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. So they're closed on Monday and Tuesday, so don't go those days. And of course, like I said, be sure to take cash, because they don't take American Express or Visa MasterCard. Next up is another interesting little place. It is called Pink's Hot Dogs. And basically, this is a hot dog stand. If you couldn't tell from the name, the place is Pink. It originally started in 1939 when a couple bought a food cart, you know, like the ones you see in New York City. And they sold hot dogs out of it. Well come nineteen forty one, they their location where they actually had the stand, the the owner raised the rent, almost trip tripled it, I believe, quite you know, either way, raised the rent. So he decided, well we'll get our own piece of land and we'll build a hot dog stand, and that's exactly what they did. And of course it's called Pinks and it is painted pink. It is at La Brea and Melrose in Los Angeles. Now, technically, they are a chain because they have several new loca- several more locations now. They're in several malls. Plus, they're always at, they're at Raging Waters, which is the water park in Los Angeles and San Dimas. They're also at a, in a they're in Hawaii one location in Hawaii and one in lo- locations in the Philippines. However, what we're focusing on is the original location because. That's the one with all the character. Now, there are two things they're best known for is hot dogs and burgers, mainly hot dogs. That's what they started selling at first. In fact, they, they sell like 2,000 hot dogs a day and 2,000 hamburgers. Plus, they also have side orders. It's not just hamburgers and hot dogs. They have onion rings, french fries, chili, you know, um, you can get bacon tortilla chips, you know, just quite a bit. They even have desserts, which is fudge cake and coconut cake. And they have a variety of beverages all in the bottles. So no fountain drinks. So definitely recommend staying, you know, stopping by this place. It is so unique and it is very popular. And you might have a chance to see a celebrity there, but like I said, I mean one in a million shot, but you never know now, we're to our final look at place, it is called the El Paso Inn. This is on Alvera Street, which is located right across the street from Union Station in downtown Los Angeles. This was actually the spot where Los Angeles founded. And it is a historic district. The restaurant is actually located down a pedestrian street. I have been there multiple times. The food is fantastic. You know, tip. You know, if you know Mexican food, you know pretty much what their menu is going to be. You know, the burritos, the tacos, the tostadas, the, you know, quesadillas, you name it, they have it. You know, and of course, they serve you the chips and salsa when you get there. I mean, I've only been in one Mexican restaurant that didn't, and having, that was down in Iowa City, Iowa, so I don't think they got to the memo that, you know, Mexican restaurants are supposed to serve chips and salsa, but this one does. The food is fantastic. Once again, if you're there during peak periods, you know, say from 11 to 1, or, you know, from about 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night, expect to wait in line sometimes for a while because it is very popular. Plus, Oliveira Street is a po- very, very popular tourist attraction. So you can go down there and buy all kinds of little tr- tourist trinkets. They also have a lot of vendors there that have a lot of original stuff. So, it's not just the typical tourist crap that you will find. You all shall find some um, authentic Spanish stuff, you know, Mexican Mexi- stuff from Mexico made by people from Mexico. So, really take a look. It is where, I mean, you could spend a couple hours in Alvera Street just looking at all the different little shops. And then you go and go to El Paso and just have a fantastic meal, and you're going to love it. So that's our list. That is ten places that you can eat in Los Angeles. So what'd you think of our list? Did we miss some place? We probably did. I mean, LA County is actually kind of quick place. You know, only touched the San Fernando Valley. Didn't really go into the eastern part of LA County, and I'm sure there's more places. In fact, I know there is. I could have listed probably 50 places that I know of that are still around from when I was growing up. So be sure to check these places out. As I said, you know, most of them are pretty budget friendly, especially by LA standards. There's only the one that's really pricey and the rest of them are pretty reasonable in price. So what do you think our list? What more could we add? Be, you could go on to our Facebook group at Travel Fun and Adventure, and comment and tell everybody what you think are the best restaurants in LA. Some place you have to go to. Be sure to not only look, look at our Facebook page, but check us out on Twitter and Instagram, and all the our website at TravelFunAndAdventure.com. dot com. We're going to start posting pictures of our motel reviews and that. You know when you do those, and we're going to post pictures and other materials that you may not see actually in the podcast. So be sure to be checking that out. Hope you enjoyed this show. If you did, be sure to be sure to go onto your favorite, you know, streaming ser- service, and be sure to, um, you know, give it a good rating. And we will catch you next time with some more great places you can travel to and this is your best job and i'll talk to you next time